making dark Isn't it funny how hard it is to start Making money, making art But you're not alone In the unknown of making money, making art Hello, hello! Welcome back to Making Money, Making Art, the podcast where we have transparent conversations with artists about money and dive deep on all aspects of creativity. I'm your host, Kate, and I just finished making my first cappuccino of the day. I have been trying and failing for years to make latte art, but Tara R. very sweetly sent me a new milk pitcher that had helped them with their designs, and it has been such a game changer. Right now, I have a quill. (laughs) I'm writing on a piece of parchment paper. Uh, It was meant to be a leaf, but I think a quill is pretty close. Certainly the closest I've ever come before. Now, normally I need my cappuccino to wake up, but having just finished editing this episode, listening to my chat with Auburn truly acted as a dose of caffeine and dopamine all in one. Auburn Morrow is a Wattpad star with over 650,000 reads and two paid stories on the platform, 30-day trial period, and the irresistible Mickey Holly. She's currently writing and posting in her newest story, Ned Gets Stood Up, and she has signed an exclusive contract with Wattpad, which before chatting with her, I did not know existed. (laughs) It is very cool. Now, because of her confidentiality clause, Auburn can't share an exact number on how much she's making, but we chat about everything else. The paid brand deals she's booked through Wattpad, what some of her terms and conditions look like, the stories she has currently under media submission, how she determines what should be a Wattpad story, and what she's saving for her traditional publication career, how Wattpad is a perfect stepping stone into Trap Hub, and so much more. Uh, One of my favorite parts of this conversation, a sort of recurring theme, was that of imposter syndrome, and how the imposter syndrome just sits with us sort of every step of the creative journey. We chat about the idea of a sophomore slump and how important time management is and commiserate on how enticing yet unhelpful it would be to just become a potato. Uh, Okay, enough with my gushing. I hope you all enjoy hearing from Auburn as much as I did. (laughs) Yay, I love your hair, by the way. Thank you. Half my personality is cutting my hair and dying (laughs) in different colors. So we're at green and black at this moment and very short. (laughs) I like it. I love it. That's awesome. I feel like- with the exception of the color, we almost have matching glasses too. I know. You know, gorgeous, gorgeous girls have round glasses. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so are you ready to start? Yes, absolutely. I came prepared. I made like a timeline. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Because yes. I was like, I really don't remember when I joined. I had to like go back through messages and emails and stuff. Yeah, it's wild. It's one of those where it's like you just think about these, you know, these big moments that happen and then Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, but it all feels like a jumble, especially with COVID and everything. Everything's a jumble. Yes, Yes. exactly. Like, it's like, it's incredible how significant it all was in my life. And yet I'm like, oh, I don't have an anniversary for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's one of the things I keep thinking about is how I need to celebrate like these milestone moments more. And then I just, I still don't do it, but I should. Yeah. (laughs) I'd love Um, to be the person that did. Right. Yes. Like send yourself cupcakes or something. Yeah. (laughs) Like, look what I've done. (laughs) Yes. Who's going to celebrate me, but me. Exactly. (laughs) Um, okay. So normally 
I start these out by asking how much money you make from your creative endeavors, but I know mm-hmm. that you have your kind of with your exclusive deal with Wattpad, there's a whole confidentiality thing, but could you kind of touch on, cause you emailed them and they were mm-hmm. just like, I did. Nah. <laughs> yeah. They were like, you can say you get paid. You can say you are in the program and you are exclusive to Wattpad. You're writing exclusively, but you can't say any specific numbers. You can't even say vague numbers. They're so- like, that's super cool though. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. They're supportive, but they're like, also you said a contract. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh yeah. But, um, yeah. what does, uh, an exclusive deal mean exactly though, when you're saying that you write exclusively for them? It basically means that any stories that I'm producing and I am publishing out into the internet, into the world, it is exclusively on that platform. Like I can't go to, there's another one called Tapas. That's kind of a big one. That one I used to publish on that, but I got rid of everything that was on there when I signed. Okay. Um, I could, if I wanted to, I could use Webtoon because Wattpad and Webtoon are merged into the same company. Mm -hmm. so if I want to do that that's kind of the only two places I could put out stories yeah which okay I don't know a lot about webtoon but just going off of the name and vaguely I realized that like you draw I don't know if you do all your own covers but I went to your Instagram and I was like oh my god she's drawing her characters and they look very similar to the covers so I didn't want to just assume Mm -hmm. holy shit these are amazing thank you thank (laughs) you so much I've done all my covers except for 30 day trial period okay and then part of being exclusive is that Wattpad once a year will make a cover for me if I want it from like their creative team. Yeah. Which is really fun to do. That's what I did for 30 day trial period. Other than the covers, what are other kind of things that you get quote unquote, uh, as part of being like an exclusive author of them? Oh yeah, of course. Um, they have a really cool system that even if you weren't exclusive, there's a Um, it's almost like a coaching and writing system that you could send in a message being like, Hey, this story bullet isn't working for me. Um, and you can bounce ideas off of them, or you can be like, Hey, will you read my first chapter? Is it like any good? Does it need like tightening up? Like, what should I do? And when you're an exclusive author, you sort of get to jump in front of that line. You get like a little bit more of priority with those kind of things. Wow, that's so cool. Freaking a hundred over hundreds of thousands of reads. Yeah. Holy shit. I know. I love I it's so fun. I'm like, wow, that's a lot of people. <laughs> so many people like trying to visualize that. You're like, uh, I I'm a big uh like American football, not really, but like soccer fan. And mm-hmm. I know what the stadium sizes are, and I'm like, just imagining a full, like multiple full stadiums that you would fill with people who have read your story is like, I've never thought about it. Like (laughs) (laughs) it's mind blowing. It's like, that's insane. (laughs) It's like, it really goes back when we first were initially emailing and I mentioned like imposter syndrome, like it truly does not click in my mind that like for 30 day trial period, it's like half a million people have read it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah over a half a million. Oh my God. Yeah, oh, yeah. I know. I'm looking at it now. Yeah. It's over half now. <laughs> That's insane. So could you take me a little bit on your, um, not just your Wattpad journey, but you talked about, uh, tapas, was that it? And like just posting mm-hmm. online, um, for oh, yeah. f- feedback for consumption. I feel like for almost everybody in our generation, it starts off with 
fan fiction. Of course. I know you knew. I could see it in your eyes. I wrote very cool Glee fan fiction where they went to like a musical summer camp. (laughs) I love that so much. And frankly, the fact that Glee did not have a musical summer camp, like that is, they missed an opportunity. They should have hired me. It was so good. It was so spicy and messy. (laughs) Oh, that sounds amazing. And it had like self-insert characters too. You could tell I was going to write original fiction because it was so loosely based on Glee. (laughs) (sighs) But when I was writing it and I, I, and like, you know, I was just some random person on the internet and like, you know, there was tons of Glee fan fiction, but like people were like commenting and like the same people would comment and like people would comment long comments, not just like, Hey, I love this. They would like, like almost do like breakdowns of chapters I was writing. Well, this is kind of cool and fun. I, I, I like this a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so when I hit this point in like my like writing and publishing journey, I hit a standstill because this is going to be a little bit of a tangent, but I hit a standstill because I ended up in a critique group that mm-hmm. was very toxic and it like destroyed my confidence when it came to writing. Mm-hmm. it was so sad I even had like a really good book looking back now that I think would have done really well but it just like obliterated me and I decided like I'm just gonna write something weird and fun and for me and I'm just gonna put it on Wattpad because Wattpad has original f- works of you know writing and stuff and that's just what I'll do so that's why the irresistible Mickey Holly is my first paid story on Wattpad because that's what came out of me first and I did it just for fun I had zero expectations I just wanted to finish it and have fun and it was fun because on Wattpad people could comment and they can comment in line so you could have like a really good joke and have like 50 comments on that joke being like LMAO and I'm dying and all this kind of stuff or they can just comment on the end about how they felt about the whole thing like they can comment as many times as they want on one chapter that's so cool because uh one of my favorite things to do when I'm reading my friend's work is I get them to give it to me in like a Google doc. So I can literally comment as I'm reading with like immediate reactions, but then also go back for like more in-depth analysis. And mm-hmm. I can't imagine that kind of uh high in the like immediate feedback because nowhere else are you really going to get that even with, Mm-mm. you know, even published books, you know, from, yeah. you know, big publishing houses that you just never get that. Uh, I guess reading vlogs, but then you have to watch back and it's not really addressed to the author. Like there's just... This is like directly to you being like, you're hilarious or this line is amazing or I love this character. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And Wattpad's expanding it too. Now you can put stickers of just like a, like a crying sticker or like a heart sticker. So even if you're like too shy to comment, you can still put your reactions into things. Mm-hmm. Cause I, um, cause I have used Tapas and they are like, just like that one comment box on the bottom. But I think that's why I really clung to Wattpad in the beginning because I just love that comment feature. It's so mm-hmm. much fun. And I use that comment feature when I read books off of Wattpad. So the Irresistible Mickey Holly, was that one you'd already started writing before it became a paid story? Or was yes. it like, okay. So in 2019, I finished the Irresistible Mickey Holly and the paid program was just beginning. 
-hmm. it was something very new at the time. And, you know, again, I, I wasn't really thinking of doing anything with Mickey Holly. I wasn't even going to try to query it because I, it's just a weird book. If anybody wants to read a weird book, if that's the irresistible Mickey Holly. Um, but I got a message from a writing coach at Wattpad and we have the same last name. Oh, that's great. So (laughs) I, I even asked her, I was like, did you message me? Cause we have the same last name. Uh, she doesn't work for the company anymore, but she basically messaged me like, Hey, I'm a writing coach and I'm a really big fan of Mickey Holly. Have you noticed anything about paid stories? Is that a program you'd be interested in? And I was like, yes, this free book I wrote for free for no reason. And you want me to like make it a paid story? Absolutely. Why not? And then that's when they started rolling out the Wattpad stars program. So you can be a Wattpad star. It's almost like, um, like Twitter verification, but for the platform. And so I became a Wattpad star and then the irresistible Mickey Holly became what it is. It became a paid story. And then I was like, okay, cool. I guess I gotta, I'm just going to keep writing on this platform. See what happens. Yeah. And when did you start a 30 day trial period? I started it in, oh, I wrote on my timeline. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote, I think I started somewhat, what somewhat after because, okay. So I have never really romanticized the publishing industry Mm-hmm. Uh, even when I was in high school, I would read like the author's note and I'd be like, that's an agent. Those are their editors. I'm like, this is like a big businessy type thing. And I'm like, I'm just one little goldfish in the sea. I'm like, how do I, how do I get noticed? Right. So that's uh, one of the reasons I agreed to do paid stories. Cause I'm like, well, my next query letter, I can be like, Hey, I'm a paid author already. I have like this little writing credit. So I was like, maybe I can do this again with another book. Maybe I can have two writing credits. Like I'll make this like a fun hobby. So I, I was scrolling through Netflix and I wanted to write like a lesbian version of like to all the boys I loved before. Oh, yes. And I couldn't find it like on Netflix. And I'm like, where's like my fun, dumb lesbian rom-com. Where's that? Where's my dumpling, but for lesbians? Where's my, just, where's my kissing booth for lesbians? Like, (laughs) I need that. Right. And then I was like, well, I have a kind of like a fun idea from high school. And that's why I wrote 30 day trial period. Cause I'm like, it feels really commercial. The title feels clickable. And then three, Irresistible Mickey Holly is a queer book. So I'm like, this just continues my theme of fun queer books. And it's like in like deeply personal. So I knew it was going to be very relatable to people who read it. And that's why I picked that book. Cause I'm like, I feel like if I were to write something for Wattpad, I would want it to be commercial, fit my brand. And that's what I did. So I finished it in 2020. And then eight months later, it became a paid story. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So it was like a little, there was a time delay there Mm -hmm. that you didn't necessarily know, but you were kind of going in with the hope that it would be. Yes. I was going in very hopeful editing it. I believe before they offered it to me, they gave me a, um, oh, what is it called? They they have like this coverage form where they're just like, Hey, what's your log line, your summary, your characters, and you submit it. And then it goes into consideration to become a paid story. Okay. I think I sent that in 
then and then a few months later they were like hey paid story yes. though you want to do it as a paid story we like it it's a lot of fun i mean now you have thousands of followers mm-hmm. and then your stories have been read hundreds of thousands of times um but you talked about how you wanted this to be i mean like it acts as a great platform advertisement for if you went traditional mm-hmm. is that still something you want one and then also two like how do you decide if something's going to be a Wattpad story versus something you're going to write all to yourself and then query kind of thing? That's a great question because I was thinking about that while writing 30 day trial period because one of like the, like the Twitter, what are they called? I know what you're talking about. The pitch contest. Yeah. There was a pitch contest coming up as I was finishing it. I'm like, I'm like, should I just go ahead and try it? Do I want to do that? But the thing is like, For me, 30 day trial period was the first contemporary romance I ever wrote. Mm -hmm. I've written 13 books and they've all been fantasy with the exception of 30 day trial period. Mm. And I was like, well, maybe that'll be like the thing. Like I'll write really commercial books for Wattpad and then I'll keep my fantasy for myself that it's a little bit more complex and strange and like more high fantasy Maybe I'll keep that for me. And so I've never put anything fantasy on Wattpad. Not that they don't do really well because they do really well, but I don't know. I just always imagine as like a traditionally published author, I'd be known for fantasy. Okay. No, that's fair. That's one of the things that you have to think about when you're like the quote unquote author brand that you have to like come up with almost before you even like jump into that world. You're like, okay, I have to query this and I better have like a couple books that this is for because that's how they're going to brand me from here on out. And then, okay. Yeah. We put so much pressure on that debut novel because it's our introduction into the world, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And so that's what I wanted to do. But when it comes to the exclusive contract, mm-hmm. I, I have to put my traditionally published stuff on hold. Okay. I was wondering about that. How long yeah. is your uh, contract for? It's for two years. Okay. And I was thinking about it when I was first getting it. And I, I went back and forth for a second because I was just like, is it what I want to do? Is it not what I want to do? But the thing about Wattpad right now, it's just booming. And there's so many opportunities and it's all based on how many books maybe I could write for them in those two years. And then what we can do together to do great things, you know? Yeah. Like um, 30 day trial period is under media submission, you know, like it could become like a movie or a TV show one day. Who knows? Yeah. Oh my God. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's the interesting thing about the book world is that like it simultaneously moves really slowly, but also it's a career that you can have all your life. It's not like so many other things where there's kind of a time crunch and this is when you have to do it. Like, and you only get better and better. So Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's what I finally landed on. I won't even be 30 by the time this contract ends. Yeah. I turned 28 yesterday and then I know. <laughs> then like, I won't be 30 by the time the contract's over. And I'm like, I'll, I'll have like so much experience and stuff under my belt by then. Like, yeah, well, I might as well. Okay. Happy belated birthday. Also, I feel Thank like you, you managed the like pandemic trifecta that you got COVID on your birthday. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I texted my mom. I got COVID for my birthday. And she's like, 
that's not a very sexy gift, Auburn. <laughs> Do you have a current story that you're working on that's meant to be for Wattpad? And is it kind of, are you waiting to get all of it done? Or is it, I mean, Wattpad from my memory was like, you kind of post weekly. Is that what you're doing or yeah, not? Yeah, that's what they tell you to do too. Like try to post weekly. I think the highest um, visibility days that like people have tested is like Friday or Saturday is like the best times to do it, I think. And I do, it's called Ned Gets Stood Up. It's about Ned who gets stood up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's basically like Love Actually meets Take Me Home Tonight. It all happens over the day before Christmas Eve. And it's a huge rat race over this relic lawn gnome that gives luck. And everybody's just trying to get it from Ned. Oh my God. And it all starts off because he gets stood up on a date and it just spirals from there. I love that. Also, again, this cover is just so freaking cute. How do you go about sort of planning or plotting out these that you know you're going to be posting each week? Like, do you have all of it figured out beforehand? Are you kind of like, I do. I have like, because of the contract, I was like, I want to write because the contract, um, I, I, I have to write a certain amount of books, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I'm going to write as many as I can. Yeah. So I'm testing out this one to just write it one at a time, like just this book to see if I like it. Because um, before this, I had a pen name where I wrote um, romance novels, mm-hmm. but I wrote it for Tapastic or Tapas. And so I would write a bunch of things at once, but this has sort of taken priority. And I'm like, it's been a few years since I wrote one book at a time. Let's see if I like it. Spoiler, I don't. Okay. <laughs> the next thing I, if after I finish Ned gets stood up, I'm going to be writing at minimum two books at once. Cause like, I, I need more to do. Oh my God. I love that you said that if only because it validates me as someone who needs to be working on multiple things. <laughs> Yes. Thank you. Thank you. You're so welcome. I'm here for you. (laughs) I appreciate that. I also tried something different this time is that I am a huge outliner. I'm a big outliner. I write, I I go with the beats for save the cat, Mm -hmm. but then there's also romancing the beat, which is like the same thing, but in romance terms. Oh, do you have it? Yes. Yes. I I use one or the other. And then I write the synopsis, like I'm going to query it. And I write Mm -hmm. a query and a log line. And then (laughs) it's a lot. I outline it chapter by chapter, what's going to be in the chapter. Mm -hmm. And then like a big text that I have for myself. That's like the whole thing. How many words does this outline end up being on average? That's a good question. I think, let me see. Oh, it's not that long. It's like 3000 words. Okay. That's not crazy. I feel less crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Like 3,000 words, and then it added, like, I guess the same amount of words to my novel. So it looks like there's more words in my book than there actually are. (laughs) I update the book online as I finish chapters. So the book's not done, but you can read it right now up to chapter 17, I believe. Okay, that's what I was just looking at. It said Mm -hmm. last updated four days ago. Mm -hmm. Dang. And do you like sticking with the uh, kind of what they recommend of posting once a week? Do you just find that that's like a good natural work rhythm for you? For me, it's like I have like a due date. I love having like 
like that sort of scheduled like timeline like this has to be done by then I do give myself the wiggle room like either Friday or Saturday Mm -hmm. to minimize some stress yeah yeah that's nice well I'm kind of curious how because you work a like quote-unquote day job still Mm -hmm. is that right and how does it how does that feel for you now that you've signed this agreement or did this agreement change anything of how you thought about your day job or anything um well I, this day job is super new. It's only like about three weeks mm-hmm. old. Okay. But I had been working retail for five. Yeah. So when I first signed the contract, I'm like, I'm only going to work two days a week. Like, get out of here. I'm going to do only this. <laughs> like, I'm so sick of retail. But then this job opened up and it's like, it's a very easy office job that mm-hmm. yeah, I can work remote. So don't tell anybody, but I kind of work on my books as I work on my office job work. For sure. There's so much downtime. Like even when I was in the worst of um, my corporate job and I was working like, I don't know, 70 hours a week, there were still times where you're literally sitting in the office, just like, I, I could be writing right now. I could be doing anything else. Exactly. Like I would just sit at my lunch sometimes and like type up on my Google docs and Google drive and be like, okay. <laughs> just, <laughs> and that's bad. exactly it. Yeah. And then I have my weekends off. So I do a lot of writing there. It's just been time management so far. Honestly, like if like, who knows, like I get crazy opportunities through Wattpad and things change and certain deals follow through. Like I might end up quitting this job and going back to like a really small part-time job. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I need it. Cause I will be a potato if I don't have a part-time job. Like I won't do anything if I don't have like a regular job and a writing job. Right. Yes. And it can be tough to balance where you're just like, I have to motivate myself completely. Also like days of the week start blurring and you're just like, there's no, what is time again? Exactly. That's exactly it. So I am kind of curious, um, since you can, you said you can jump the front of the line to kind of have someone review your stuff. How often do you utilize that feature? How often are you chatting with the people at Wattpad? Mm, Whenever things sort of come up, it's really like, I, I think it's like any, everybody would say this, that your first chapter is the most important. I, I, I definitely go to them at the beginning of books at the beginning of this book, there's a prologue. So I've messaged them recently. I'm like, do I need the prologue or am I just holding on to it because I love it? Like, please tell me. So I'm waiting on that. Um, I usually use it for like other reasons. Like I have questions about like a brand opportunity, or I have a question about like one of the like contracts or such. I send yeah, it yeah. in Honestly, I should utilize it more. It's a okay. shame I to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's sometimes hard to think about all the resources we have at our disposal. And then also like you sometimes are like, I don't want to seem like a burden or like I'm bothering people and you're trying to weigh all of that. Yeah. And of course they don't think that whatsoever. No, they're, no. They're so nice over there and they're more than happy. And like it's this it you recognize names. And so like, I've, I've emailed this person before and they've been lovely. I don't know why I'm like this. Yeah. So when you say brand opportunities, what exactly like, do you mean by that? So this year for national coming out day, I was asked by, um, a representative from Wattpad who was in talks with Maybelline to do like a brave together national coming out day a letter written to myself about my coming out experience and all that. And it was like a paid opportunity. So it's just like another 
way I got paid to write for Wattpad. And they're like, hey, you're a bisexual lady. You want to write this? And I'm like, yes. That's awesome. That is so cool. Yeah, it was really great. I wouldn't let any of my family read it. (laughs) I was like, it made me cry. So I don't want anybody else to see. Right. Yeah, that's very sweet though. I know that's the thing about writing sometimes is it's both like, you know, certain things, not everything, but some stuff is so personal and it's easier to share that with strangers sometimes than it is with your own family. And you're like, just no, don't look. Exactly. It goes back to the beginning when it's like the over like half a million people, you know, have like read my words and stuff. And like in my coming out letter, I talk about like the changing of how like you could, there's no one coming out. Like I years and years ago came out as bisexual. I might come out as asexual, you know, like I might be demisexual. Like it's just changing and moving. And I could not possibly tell my mom that because I'm like, she's not going to know what asexual means, (laughs) but the internet will. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. That's amazing. (laughs) That's such a cool opportunity though. And I, I wouldn't, I, you know, I had to ask, but I would not have realized that that was something that like Wattpad would approach you for and offer you, um, because of y'all's relationship around pride time. They'll have like, um, reading playlists. And once I got to do like this shout out thing on their Instagram being like, Hey, happy pride. You want to read a cute gay rom-com 30 day trial period. That's what you know you do. So, okay. And I already gushed about, uh, your illustrations, but is that ever something that you thought about doing? Would you do a comic version of anything or have you, have you sold any of your art before or I want to do it so bad. Do you know who, um, Alice Osmond is? No. She wrote Heartstopper. Okay. I bet you'd recognize it. Hold on. That's I what have I'm doing. Book. Do you recognize it? <gasps> yes. She literally, she has like, we were both born in 1994 and she has like my dream career. <laughs> She's like published since she was in college by the way, this is not me being weird about Alice Osmond. I recognize it's parasocial and I don't know her, but she, she's been publishing since college, really cool books too. And then she came out with Heartstopper on Tapas and Webtoon and it got published. And I'm like, I want to do that so bad. Yes. It's so hard to do Webtoons for me and like comics because it goes back to that instant gratification like a story, a short story I could write, I could write in like a week or a month, I could edit it and put it out and it's done. That's a whole story. But when it comes to drawing it, that same story will take years to do. Right. And I don't have the patience for it. I wish I had the patience for it. Yeah, no, that's totally fair. It's one of those where it's like, uh, I mean, I, you obviously have drawn enough to just know yourself and know how you work and things like that. It's just a time thing and realizing like, you know what? Maybe not for me. Maybe not for me right now. Maybe in the I know. Future. That's what I say. Not for me right now. There is a side couple in 30 day trial period where I started writing a novella, but then I stopped. Cause I'm like, what if I make it a comic? What if I do that? I want to do it so bad. That would be cute. Yeah. So it wouldn't be as long. So would it take as much time? Exactly. <laughs> it is my pipe dream. If I didn't, if I, if I had still worked retail and I didn't get this office job, I probably 
would have been like, well, you have time now. You should do the comic. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that little voice is just going to be there. Mm-hmm. I want to do it so bad. You said you've published 11 books. Was that right? No, I've written 11. You've written sorry. 11. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm sure. Just... Two paid stories on Wattpad. Under my pin name, I had two paid stories for Tapas. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. What's the, um, have you noticed a different in, difference in a relationship between when you got paid with Tapas versus Wattpad? And they're, it's like, it's very different. And cause, um, Wattpad, and this is great advice. If anybody wants to pursue something in Wattpad, Wattpad wants finished books. They want you to finish it, have it all up on the site, and then it gets consideration. Tapastic loves like exclusive, never seen before. So Mm -hmm. you actually pitch to them first and then it becomes a paid opportunity. Oh, that is very interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm Because I was contracted to write a book for them and I had, I think they gave me seven months to write it. And then I turned it in after that seven months and then it became a paid story under my pin name. Wow. Um, when you are contracted to do that, are you also the one who's doing all of the like revision editing, line editing, like that's all you, or do they do like a little sweep over it at the very end kind of thing? Yeah. They sweep over it at the very end. Mm-hmm. The same thing with Wattpad too, before any of it became paid, they did a whole sweep of it. Yeah. I gave them, I gave them my best copy, my hope and a prayer. And yeah, then yeah. they gave me feedback back. The beginning of 30 day trial period actually changed because of feedback. Oh, that's cool. They were like, this needs to be tightened up a little bit. And I was like, I agree. Wow. That's really interesting. That's cool. So someone could have someone who loved the story before it was an exclusive or a paid story can go back yeah. and read it now and be like, Oh, little it's subtle differences here. Bit. Yeah. It's no, fun. Exactly. It's like a whole new story. <laughs> exactly like oh this reads different this reads better you know writing such a solitary thing so having that sort of collaboration was that just was that was there an adjustment for you to get used to that the first time or worried about it Uh it was a relief because that is the nature of posting on Wattpad like Ned gets stood up right now every now and then I'll get a comment that's like you use the wrong your and I'm like so embarrassing (laughs) Or I'll get like just comments on like grammar or something, or I spelt something wrong or something's like a little odd, but like to have like somebody read it first mm-hmm. and then make it pretty. And then we put it back on the website. I'm like, yes, please do that. Yeah. That is really nice. It's so infuriating because even as other writers who are also readers, but it's like, we, you can sweep over something mm-hmm. 10 times. Mm-hmm. and you're never gonna catch everything and it's so disheartening yeah. when someone gets it in the first one and they read it and you're just like <laughs> what am I doing? and it's always stupid back. stuff too back, I'm like thanks <laughs> like okay yeah I'll cool. change it <laughs> it's the only thing you commented this whole book but cool <laughs> that is so heartbreaking where it's like I'm assuming that they really liked it um and not that like you're owed uh, people's feedback or anything more like them just doing that is fine. But also it just is like, you read this whole thing and all you wanted to tell me was that I spelled your wrong. Like, <laughs> Exactly. 
I'm like, if you're not enjoying it, you don't have to read it. <laughs> it's free. That's, I guess, the like not negative side, but like the minus side of getting immediate feedback is that you do yeah. kind of have to deal with people who you have to deal with trolls. I don't mm-hmm. know how good at Wattpad is at like removing that or getting it flagged, but you have to deal with trolls because such is life on the internet, but also like mm-hmm. negative feedback and stuff. And that's not something that, or it's something that, you know, traditionally published authors have a whole team of people who have already thought this was great and should get out there. Whereas it's just you putting it out there. And yeah. So how do you kind of, uh, do you remember when you got your first hate comment or anything like that? <laughs> it's so strange because like, I don't think they, people realize that I see everything. I think some people comment and they don't realize that like, yeah, I have a lot of views and I have a lot of traffic, but like, I don't actually get that many comments a day. So I'm going to see basically everything that gets posted. And so, um, especially now that I do have paid stories, a lot of it's like, I can't believe I have to pay for this. Like I'm too broke to pay for this. Does anybody have a download of it? I get that sometimes I'm like, no. and it goes back to, uh, I don't take it I don't take it as hard. I think it's maybe because I've like really toughened up over the years, especially with that critique group that I can recognize now as toxic. I can tell the difference between constructive criticism and then like just a troll on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Would you ever do another critique group after your experience? I don't think I would. Okay. Unless it was like people that I've made friends with. Yeah. It was like a critique group that we were kind of paired together. Like I found that like Twitter's really great to like meeting people. And I have one critique partner. Her name's Natalie Marie and I love everything she writes. (laughs) I mean, I, I, I value like, I value her opinion because I know her better. You know, I feel like I would do a critique group if I knew the person. Okay. Yeah. No, that's very fair. Okay. So you've written and published online romance. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. fantasy yeah. and then you've talked about this and this new contemporary romance yeah, um I'm doing it again. <laughs> hell yeah uh, have you noticed uh any difference either in readers and how they read or feedback or like have you noticed a difference for you in writing it uh between the three sort of genres under my pen name for for romance it's adult romance I should mm-hmm. say and it's like paranormal romance and something about like the romance community, it builds like a more loyal reader base. Cause I feel like they're so quick to read and they're so easy to read that once you're done with one, you can just go to the other one and keep reading. So I get a lot of the same people reading those books, you know, together. Yeah. And then for the stuff on Wattpad, like the teen fiction, it's very like, I'm just reading this because I'm interested in that. I don't really care what else you've read or you've written, but I know I want to read this, you know? Yeah. That is a good question. What is the difference? (laughs) You know what though? I hadn't realized until you said that, but, um, those are actually kind of my feelings with how I read too. Mm -hmm. I didn't notice that until now that like, if I find a romance author, I like, I will read all of the romance by them. I'll say mystery authors too, though. If I find a mystery author, I like, 
I will read all of them, but other genres are kind of like, well, I just liked this particular trope or, oh, I just thought this sounded cool, but I don't necessarily seek out more of that author necessarily. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, it's such a comfort read, like the romance and paranormal romance and all that kind of stuff. Like you kind of know what you're going to get, you know? Yeah. And so when an author does that really well, or like their stuff speaks to me, it's like, I know the rest of their stuff is going to speak to me. Yes, exactly. You're sort of, you're sort of, you sort of, once you read one, you kind of know what you're expecting in the other ones. But like, meanwhile, like my teen fiction, like I said, like one's fantasy and one's like a rom-com. So they are two very, very different. Yes. Yes. Those are very separate genres within the YA age range. We talked a little bit about imposter syndrome. I would love to talk about that more. (laughs) Yeah. Cause that, that's a big thing. Doing all of this is huge. When I was, um, when I was given the contract, I sort of figured out that they were giving like, of course I wasn't the only one. I'm not that special. Um, they gave like a bunch of other um, Wattpad stars the same contract because they were announcing it on Twitter. And I was looking at it and I'm like, that's like a very big Wattpad author. And we got the same contract how like I'm doing well but like they're doing really well and I was like how are we at all on the same level we wouldn't even be in the same room right right I mean I'm sure I think you would be you would be on the same panel discussion yeah I'm like I'd be in the audience for sure (laughs) like I'd be watching the panel why did they give this to me yeah is that uh something for you that's like a a daily sort of feeling impossible like as you're writing it kind of sits with you um or is it something that like you really feel when you go to post or when you see you know that you have paid story next to your story each time or is it when is it that you feel that kind of the strongest now it definitely does sit with me when I sit down to write because now I have it in my head I'm like okay this is a book exclusively for Wattpad as an exclusive author and you want it to be good so that it like joins the other books because I've been very blessed that my two completed books on Wattpad, my only two completed books are paid. Yeah. So that has now set up a trend like, oh, is this next book? Is it not going to get to be paid? Is it not going to be as good? Is this my first not paid story? Right, right. Oh, that is tough. Have you heard about anyone um, within the program that's kind of had that happen to them? Or have you seen that? Or is it just like a general fear and anxiety about it happening? (laughs) I think it's probably a general fear and anxiety. Because at the same time, like, the only other people I can think of, they've like gotten to traditionally publish through Wattpad, through their Wattpad um, publishing studios. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, they're probably great. (laughs) They probably don't worry about a thing. (laughs) I remember I went to um, a book convention and like, there's a bunch of like aspiring authors that go to these book conventions as well. And I remember that, right. We love books. And I remember uh, these people, um, it was their like debut year. So it was talking about debuts, but some of them had this fear, which is the first time I'd heard of this thing called the sophomore slump, which is that your second book it just doesn't do as well. Um, or like you, it's harder for you to write because it's the first time usually most people are on a deadline, um, Mm -hmm. within the traditional publishing world, because that first book, you had all the time in the world to write it because you were just 
you know, whatever. And you were trying to make it as good as possible. And now it's like, oh, I have like a year and a half or I have a year. I have even less than that somehow. And I have to do this. And now I have all this pressure to, does it live up to the first book and like whatever. And I heard this thing, sophomore slump. And I think that kind of, it sounds a little bit similar to this fear. Exactly like that. I'm going to start saying that. <laughs> well, that, I was going to say you've passed the sophomore slump. You got two of them already. It's true. It doesn't feel like that. Cause like, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it is just imposter syndrome talking in my brain. I feel like Mickey Holly almost doesn't even count, <laughs> even though it was the first one and right. it's like he's paid, but I'm like, does it get yeah 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 that's definitely no reason (laughs) okay yeah I I mean I see how imposter syndrome would ride along and tell you that would like whisper in your ear and be like well you weren't intending to (laughs) hey 30-day trial period's got a lot of cool opportunities they ask you a lot of stuff about 30-day trial period nobody cares about irresistible Mickey Holly Right, right. It's not the case because you know people still read it and they still open it and they still tell me how much they love it. I'm like, how did you even find it? <laughs> of course, they found it. It's a paid story. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Have you noticed any other ways that maybe uh, the imposter syndrome affects you as you're writing and publishing these stories, or even like thinking long term for your career? Yeah, I I do think about my long-term career too, because there are several books I put on the back burner because like, I still want to keep them for traditional publishing. Mm -hmm. And I just feel so guilty. I'm like, I put these great stories to the side because I'm writing Ned right now and I have the next two books planned. And I'm like, I'm pushing those other traditionally published books further and further. And I'm like, what if I forget about those? What if like this or this happens? And then I also think like, should I have saved one of these Wattpad books for traditional publishing? Should I use one of these traditional publishing books for Wattpad? Stuff Again, it goes back to like the emphasis on the first book and the emphasis on the author brand and all this stuff where you're just like, have I shot my career in the foot before it even started kind of Mm -hmm. (laughs) spiraling? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Also, it goes so much into like talking to other people who are Wattpad stars I feel like they're so much cooler and more famous than me. And like, I can't talk to them. <laughs> like I'll like, um, I'll, I follow so many people on Instagram and like, I'll like, I'll like comment on the, their books or something and they'll comment back. And I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> it feels like maybe a little bit more of like a celebrity than a, than a peer than your fan, fellow panelists. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. Nobody feels like a peer to me. Yeah. Yeah. It could be so tough though. Do y'all have like a, I know for trad pub, they have like debut groups um, or they used to on Facebook and stuff. So do y'all have that for your. A really cool perk of Wattpad is they actually have a discord for all the paid authors and stuff. Uh-huh. And I'm so shy. <laughs> I very rarely like join in. So many, so many authors are on the discord where we can like, um, ask each other for help or we'll do sprints together or we'll do oh during like NaNoWriMo like there was like a tons of like sprints we used to do and I remember maybe it was two years ago maybe a year ago there was like this um thing we did where we um we promoted each other's book every day in July I think it was Mm -hmm. And we like had this whole spreadsheet that was going to like everybody who signed up, we were going to mention their books like on our notifications and messages and stuff, you know? Yeah, I love that. That's so nice. So it feels like a community. 
Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. A community you should message and ask if anyone else feels imposter syndrome. I Just should. do it. Get the responses. <laughs> you won't feel alone anymore. That's true. I bet I bet a bunch of people would too. Yeah, yeah. It is hard. I'm also shy when it comes to those things. I'm so bad about being like, hello. I just like to read the conversation. I'm such a lurker and I just like hang out and observe. I know. I love reading. I'm like, oh, they're so fun and funny. (laughs) Keep reading. (laughs) Outside of uh, imposter syndrome, has there been anything else that you've kind of learned about yourself um, and your relationship with your own writing through this? I guess I really found out like how business minded I am. You know, it's always been my passion to like write books and create and write stories. I love writing stories. I am not fit to do anything else. Like I'm really proud of my writing voice. I do. I'm like proud of what I do, but like, I've, I've really surprised myself of like how much I'm willing to work for like opportunities and like how I'm like thinking ahead, like business wise in the future, like as artists, like, you know, you're always like a suffering, starving artist, but I'm like, yeah, but I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking about the end game. Like, how am I going to get to the next step in my career? And like, what do I need to do to push that? And just something about um, my time with Wattpad has made me really think about the future not just writing stuff because it's fun, but writing stuff because I think um, the world would be interested in it too. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's thinking about uh, what could potentially be commercially successful as yeah. well. But also, I mean, that's so smart though, because so much of you know writing as the act of writing is a very artistic endeavor and it's very, you know, it's just you at first. But then after that, if you want to get it in people's hands, it's now a business. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it goes to like drawing my own like covers. Like people notice that my, all my titles are like a little catchy. That's so smart. I was like, how do you title things so well? That's what I need help. Yours are so great. I love them. Oh yeah. My, um, uh, my next two books, I'll tell you them. It's called Ladies Choice, which is another, another rom-com rivals to lovers, two girls going after the same one. Oh my God. And then I'm going to write a spooky book called the monster mash. Please. Oh my God. I I love all things spooky, but also both of those are so up my alley. Like those are, you just got my tropes. You got everything. You got the title. I know. (laughs) And like, I, I talked to my friend about this, Natalie. We wish that in like book, um, book jackets, we could put tropes. So I've started doing that on my Wattpad books. I'm like, if you like childhood friends to lovers if you like um fluff and comfort stories like almost like tagging it like fan fiction like I've been tagging in like my stories yeah no that's genius because it it tells me a little bit more about the story that I'm gonna get but doesn't give away anything exactly um I do love that on your bio because of the irresistible Mickey Holly that you have I only know how to spell irresistible because of my book irresistible is one of those words I always forget that is like my uh, kills me inside that I just like how how do I say this how do I spell it I don't know literally the only reason that is a hundred percent true yeah (laughs) it's amazing it's such a good little tag like I I as I was reading that like I remembered it um that's the reason um and it's been there since like 2019 (laughs) since I was writing the Mickey Holly I have not changed it it has been there ever since it's so perfect (laughs) um okay so you talked about um 
you know, thinking more business minded and stuff. And I'm curious what you do see for, if you could do your dream career, cause I know you have your dream career crush, uh, that she's already managed. Um, but for you so now cool. looking ahead, are you like, what are the things you want to achieve or what are these goals you're kind of setting for yourself? I would love for my debut novel to be published by Wattpad. One of these books in these the next two years that I'm writing, I would love to be able to make a deal with Wattpad for traditional publishing. I The other day I went to Barnes and Noble and I picked out all the Wattpad books and I bought them so I could take them home and start a shelf and like read them all and like- I'm Study like, up. Exactly. I'm like, see, I'm telling you, it's the business mind. I'm like, what did they publish in here? Yeah. <laughs> And I want to, I want a book to join them. I would love that. That's like my dream. I mean, I'd love it. That's like the main one. And of course I have like secret deals happening. If any of those happen, that would be super cool. But I want to have enough writing credits and experience. So for after Wattpad, I I think I would still write on Wattpad. I think I would still have Wattpad books while trying to traditionally publish now that I would be open to do so. I think I would keep both. Yeah, yeah. But my main goal, I think I will traditionally publish my debut novel through Wattpad. I love that as a goal. Also, how does it feel to have secret projects? To be someone who can say that I have like secret stuff in the works. (laughs) Oh my God. And going back to imposter syndrome, it feels like I'm lying to people. I'm like, anything might be happening. Like sometimes like Wattpad is like, I love Wattpad. Wattpad's fun because they, um, because they are merged with like Webtoon and they're merged with Paramount Pictures. They've had like a deal with them right now. And there's just so many opportunities every now and then they'll be like, this is for example, like, Hey, do you like video games? Like a book and a video game combo? Would that be like cool? And I'll be like, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. And they're like, all right, we'll get back to you on it, maybe. While I have this two-year contract, I just want to say yes to absolutely everything. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And I'm sure they're like, uh, not that they'll listen to this, but maybe they will. That would be wonderful. But if they're, I mean, if they hear- Well, guys, I love you. Yeah, that's what, they, I mean, you're just raving about it. And to be like, I want to traditionally publish with Wattpad. Like that's such a vote of confidence in them too, to be like, my relationship with them has been so good that like, I would like to level it up even more. <laughs> I would. Oh my God. Like, cause, cause you know, like, um, like the kissing booth and after that started mm-hmm. on Wattpad, yeah. like, let me play. Let me yeah. be like, I want to be like the fun teen queer Anna Todd. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God. That would be amazing. It's bound, it's bound to happen. And I hope it's you. And that's what I want. <laughs> I want. <laughs> Let me be the super commercial teen queer writer. Yes. Yes. Oh man. Well, where can people find you uh, if they're interested in any of your many works? Well, if you would like to read my books on Wattpad, you can find me at wattpad.com slash user slash A-S-Morrow, M-O-R-R-O-W. You could probably Google me though, and you could probably find it. But um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is Auburn Morrow Books. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it's Auburn Morrow. I have a weird name. It's very easy to find me. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, go go ahead. Just jump on Wattpad if you want to 
read some fun books. All my books are just so fun and quirky and have a great time. They're definitely worth the money. (laughs) That's the most like, I love that as a self-promo rave. That's amazing. (laughs) I think they're super fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I I will be sure to uh, link them all in the show notes uh, afterwards so people can easily click but thank you so much for joining me yes it was a joy it was so nice to meet you (sighs) y'all I just have no words (laughs) I could have chatted with Auburn for hours it was seriously such a delight to hear about her experience and I am completely rooting for her to get her queer kissing booth movie we the people want it and we need it Uh, One of the topics that's been ruminating in my brain since we finished chatting, one of the many, was actually Auburn's writing process. The thing I found so remarkable was how she blended that business brain with her artistic side so impeccably, and how it truly started at the the initial stages of the writing process, right? By coming up with a catchy title, writing the query before writing the story. Even though in her words, she writes weird, silly books, they're weird, silly books that deeply resonate. And I think a lot of that is because of her upfront work before she starts writing. Uh, as someone who's notoriously bad at titling my books, sometimes the right title won't come to me for years after I got the original idea. This has really made me reflect. I think I want to pull an Auburn and go to the bookstore and do some kind of titling and synopsis experiment, see if I can pinpoint that marketability factor. Maybe I'll even start with Wattpad books. But that's going to be it for this episode. If you'd like to easily find Auburn online, I will have linked her work and social media in the show notes. And if you'd like to support this podcast or recommend me an artist to interview, you can find us at Kofi. Dot com, that's ko-fi.com slash making money making art. As always, you can find me as Kate Kavanaugh writes on YouTube, Twitch, and Instagram, and my website is readwriterome.blog. The music for Making Money Making Art was created by the amazingly skilled and talented Micah Vidal, and I will see you all next week. Happy creating! Making money making art Isn't it funny how hard it is to stop? Money making art, but you're not alone in the unknown of making money making art.